Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Welcome to Dustrious, a high fantasy, high magic, homebrew world in the Pathfinder system with custom magic rules. This and Eldritch Dream Games production is made possible by our patrons, Tim Demuse, Wesley Sullivan, Brian Bridges, Brian Rafe, Donald Bealey, Eric S. Pat, and Robin Mims. We encourage you to stick around after this story to hear about the great projects these people are working on. But for now, let's get to today's episode. Brew is going to get to the door and he's going to pull out a fireball bead and just toss it into the room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Are you aiming for a particular square or? Nope, just burning the bar down. All right, so uh, guys, Y'all are going to need to make reflex saves. What's your DC? So it will be 15. All right. So let me have some reflex saves, guys. I don't take any damage. Evasion. What was the save again? 15. I got 20. Oh, 17. Yeah. No damage evasion. What about the brother who's still in the bar? There aren't any still in the bar. Oh. All right. So how much damage was done? 20 overall. So 20 overall, and if uh, you pass but don't have evasion, you take half. Uh, We both have evasion. Yeah. Oh, uh, my little shadow dude. Hold on. (laughs) He's gone. All right. So now it is the Ifrit's turn. Uh, They've been running full out this whole time, so they're down to the docks. Okay. But they can make perceptions to hear this explosion go off. (laughs) Okay. Wouldn't it be silenced? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck. That's 100% why I did it, because I knew that people wouldn't hear it until the building was burning down. So they're approaching the docks, and uh, Deju is going to fire a poisoned giant wasp arrow. Okay. And he hit him. So, and he gets an X. Uh, so, uh, let's see, what's the damage on this thing? Uh, since you used your bow, unless you change the enchantment on it, it should be 1d8 for gravity bow. 8. Okay, so that's going to be 8, 9, 11. 11 to hit. And then he's going to lose 1d2 of deck. He has to make a fortitude save for that. Y'all didn't know we was going to teach Brian to play Pathfinder <laughs> by letting him attack his own characters. <laughs> <laughs> that's 14 fortitude. What am I comparing that to? Uh, the save DC of the poison, which I will look up right now. It's like that kid that didn't have friends to play soccer with, so he just kicked the ball against the wall. (laughs) Not that I think you were that kid, Brian. He does indeed take the damage. Okay, so he loses one dex in his stats. And what does Jacon do to retaliate? That stepbrother's scene where uh, he's like, don't kill me, brother, don't kill me. I I never saw this coming, yet y'all caused... Y'all caused this. Russell caused this. <laughs> <laughs> so Jaycon's not trying to kill Jeju, but at this point, when he's starting to get arrows shot at him, he's definitely going to try and incapacitate him in some way, so he fires a regular adamantine arrow back. Let me just peruse the spells real quick to see if I can... Do you know of any psychic spells that like incapacitate in any way off the top of your head? Uh, Sleep. Psychics can cast it. It's a level one spell. You take 10 damage casting it. You can just cast it at him 
Uh, it's a long range, or it's a medium range spell, so it'll go out to 140 feet for you. 15 will save. So yeah, he doesn't fall asleep. Okay. Um, and then he's going to use the rest of his movement to get onto the ship. All right. So, Russell. Yep. We are back to you. Bray has drug Brigard out uh, and Brew threw a fireball into the room, which did not hurt you or Rick, but you can see that uh, some of the patrons are, are pretty well damaged by this. Uh, there are two farmhands that are just on the ground, either unconscious or dead. And both uh, Vari and Zelka have are looking pretty singed. Okay. Well, Russell's going to really regret that in the morning. But for now, um, he's going to move and try to get line of sight with Bray again. Okay, you're going to have to move outside. Okay. Uh, which you can do that with your movement speed. Okay. And I am going to fire another shot with my rifle. Do I have cover from Brigord, though? Yes. Booyah. <laughs> That's, uh, hold on. Rolling to confirm. Do you have, uh, what's it, point blank that lets you fire into melee unobstructed? Or, yeah, precise shot. Precise shot, which no, I don't actually. Uh, but. I think you, it may be one of the included ones. Oh, is it on the included list? I, I could be wrong. Uh, Sean? Oh, Sean? I'll find it. <laughs> I feel like that was one of them because that's one of the uh, things that the post said, like, you know, all these things you railroad to not take, so they just give you all these things so they're kind of understood as a given. It is not. Oh, damn. Okay. So with him holding Brigard right in front of him, you are going to take the uh, the penalty? Yep. I rolled a natural 20. Right. That's going to be a natural 20 for a 26 to touch AC. I'm and sorry, for, to, with the penalty. You need to roll the percentile for the coverage, uh, for him having cover. Which which bonus do I take? It, it's, I that's thought he concealing. got an AC bonus. Yeah, yeah, he gets an AC bonus. Oh, okay. I thought cover was a, a 20% chance. That's concealment. Okay. Wait, did you roll two nat 20s in a row? No, just the first natural 20. I just haven't got the chance to confirm yet. Oh, okay. That's... Be, uh, 24 to confirm. Oh, yeah. Touch AC. Well, there's only, only one shot. It's going to be 14 damage, and I need a fortitude save DC 21. Um, uh, that would be a 24, so yeah. Okay, awesome. So, and so the 14 damage from the shot and 17 damage for making your save on the Slay Living spell on the bullet. Jeez. Okay. All right, so... Uh, as Russell has moved outside, the uh, silent spells on your gun, correct? Yep. So the radius has, has moved out the door with him. Triggered. It is your turn. Mm-hmm. 
you're standing there. This, this guy still has a scythe through your throat, and uh, he's just been shot again. What are you doing? Uh, am I within the silence spell radius? No. Okay. So you didn't hear the gunshot, but you certainly saw the effect. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Bray. I didn't get a name, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Bray has a hold of you. Your friends have abandoned you, and you are sorely wounded. Please, we only want the girl. Ain't no one abandoned me. I see me brother right in front of me. The the, the fire boys, they, they abandoned you. They, they ran off with you your shit. You think this is the first time that those two idiots have done something like this? They're brothers. They fight from time to time. Then why not separate them and have them work different shifts? This is terrible. You think I didn't fucking try to? I was dealing with a ship being sunk and all sorts of other things. And then, you know, I really don't like your tone here, sir. <laughs> if you just give us the girl, we will let you go. That's My, my friends, they are very powerful. I may be their... I don't think you're about to understand, but... You're uh, one of my new prizes, and I'm going to fetch a pretty offering for you. Do you need help with something? I'm I'm willing to exchange my services for whatever the girl was providing for you, uh, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want, to, you want to trade places with the girl, you're saying? She's an innocent. She's done nothing wrong. She's, she's, she's not well. She needs her family. You know what? That's fine. We'll trade just straight up. You for her. So, uh, it is Bray's turn next. Bray is going to continue to, uh, back up with Brigord, um, his full action if Brigord's gonna go along with it. Otherwise, he'll try and drag him. Yep. No, no, uh, Brigord will go with. Alright. Yeah, then he's, he's literally just, uh, making his, uh, full movement, um, towards the docks then with Brigord. Still, still with Brigord facing towards the um, the other folks, though. So, Rick, you're inside the inn. You can now hear the fire and stuff as uh, the silent spell has moved outside. What are you doing? Uh, before before he says what he's doing, uh, are there dead bodies? Did those uh, people inside? How much uh, collateral damage did? Uh... Brigard doesn't know because he was already outside. Oh, no, that, no, that was more of like a scene setting thing. I was just curious. Oh, uh, there are a couple of people that are either unconscious or dead on the ground. And uh, Vari and Zelka are looking Ooh. worse for wear there. Gotcha. Okay, so Rick comes out of the door and he telepathically speaks to Russell. And he says, get back inside and fucking help them. And he loses 40 hit points as he casts Feast on Fear, and I'm going to target uh, Bray with it. He needs to make me a will save. All right. Uh, 17? Uh, that will fail. So All he's right. now panicked for, for two rounds. Um, he runs in a random direction in fear, uh, drops all of his shit, and... Uh, runs screaming. If he can't run, he cowers. Give me two seconds. I need to make sure that I was correct because I have something about fear effects on here. Sorry. All right. So that was actually an 18. Does that matter? Uh, let me, let me see. Let me double check. Four. Uh, no, it does not. Uh, okay. Thank you no for worries. that intelligence boost earlier, uh, Russell. Um, New problem. 
So he, upon his next uh, turn, has to run screaming like a little bitch. Uh, as Rick, uh, his mask starts to like meld into his face and like it looks like his flesh is just like starting to carve away and this uh, red and black devil demon monster is starting to uh, emerge out of his flesh to Bray. Just this wave of horrifying energy rolls over him. All right. And that makes it Brew's turn. All right. So Brew is going to lose 28 hit points and he is going to summon a hellhound. All right. And then he is going to use his movement to uh, start heading towards the dock. So are uh, Deju and Jacon still trying to kill each other? <laughs> I mean, assuming the spell is still uh, within its time limit. He, he dealt damage now, didn't he? Um, yes, the rage spell is done. However, the repulsion one is not. So yeah, first up is Deju, but he is no longer enraged at his brother. Jacon! I don't know what came over me. He's going to start walking to the ship. That wasn't me. Oh, they have a mind link, right? Yes, they have telepathy with each other. So when he doesn't get a response, he's going to cast the mind link and say, It wasn't me. It wasn't me, Jagon. They did something to my mind down there. I'm sure of it. I was just so angry. I think... I hope you're okay. I'm going back to the bar. I'm gonna kill those bastards. He obviously doesn't know who did it, but he's knows somebody did something, so he's gonna make his way. Um, he probably has 20 feet left. He's gonna go. Actually, he'll go his full uh, dash action back towards the bar. Okay, so he's gonna take a full move action. And what is Jaycon gonna do? When he says that, Jaycon's going to poke his head back out of the uh, the um, companionway, and then he's gonna. He first has to, has to do a will save for the stupid arrow, and then he's going to try and remove it. Uh, fortitude. Fortitude. And because he failed last time, the DC is 20 instead of 18 okay. now. 18, 20, 21. Okay, so he passes and is no longer poisoned. And then he either yanks the arrow out or breaks it and pushes it through. Is that an action? It's a gross action. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it is an action to remove the arrow. If you have the heal skill, you probably want to make a heal check so you do it correctly. So that's not a very good, very good <laughs> check. Uh, you do two points of damage to yourself. Oh, shit. Trying to remove this arrow. And then um, I think he's after he says, <laughs> does he get the arrow out or no? Yes. He gets the arrow out. He just damages himself a little in the process. He's going to use his regular movement to kind of follow and just to see where his brother goes, what's going to happen to him. All right. So, Russell. Russell first. Russell looks, kind of looks around over the telepathic link and goes, fuck them, they've got shit. And reaches into his pocket, pulls out a silver piece and throws it into the bar. And uh, the silver piece is a uh, symbol of healing. Um, everyone within 60 feet of that one will heal uh, 2d8 plus 1 damage. Alright. Am I within 60 feet? <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully that helps the folks in the bar. Well, if you're still near the, the door, then yeah, you're within the 60 feet. 
And uh, then I'm going to move forward invisible towards Brigard. All right. So, Brigard, are you just going along still? or He's been dropped. Yeah, I ran away. Yep. All right, so what are you doing? How far away from the burning bar am I? He's used a full movement twice now. Mm-hmm. And his full movement would be 60, so it would be 120. Oh, damn. He's in full plate. Yeah, it, it's 80. Oh, that's right. He's in full plate. So I am 80 feet away? That's right. Brigard is going to uh, double run to... or No, I can run run, so I'm going to run all the way to the bar because I hear the, the roaring and the, the screams, I imagine. And uh, so, yeah, I'll just use my entire movement to run back to the bar. Okay. AOO from Brew? Question? Yep. Okay. That. There is an AOO for him. Mm-hmm. You dropped your weapon. No. You son of a bitch. Uh, you crit so again. That would be that would be a nineteen to confirm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You, if you run, you take a minus forty your AC. Oh shit. Okay. Yep. Uh, so that is going to be three. So seven times three is twenty-one. Okay. Uh, Brigord. Uh falls down on his face again. Alrighty. So, Bray is panicked and has to run. Yes. In a random direction. So, uh, okay, so uh, I rolled, you are still running towards the ship. That was the direction you were already headed, and it is away from the scary thing. So, you are still running in that direction. Rick, what are you doing? Rick is going to charge at um, Bruner uh, while crushing the bead. And he's also going to, because it, it's once per round, he's going to target Bruner with uh, the Feast of Fear. So I need Bruner to make me a uh, will save. And I do believe that this is something that your Kukri would actually affect. And uh, that would also... Uh... Bruner would be making a will save at a minus 10 from the mind fog that Russell cast. Oh, geez. Brainer's, I, I do have that right. Brainer's the one who rolled the net 20 on that save. Yeah, he's the only one that saved from that. Yep. It's if you if you pass on it, you get special shit against me. Yeah, no, I definitely did not pass. Okay, so uh, Bruner is now uh, also panicked. And uh, as uh, he kind of sees what Bray did with the, like, the demonic form kind of coming out of Rick, but then it turns into a giant demonic dragon. Everybody else just sees him turn into a large red dragon. But Bray and Bruner see this, like, nasty demonic red dragon with, like, a devil's face. And he's going to charge right the fuck on over to uh, Bruner, uh, flapping over the fucking... Wait, the Hellhound's not out yet, is it? No, it doesn't come out until his next turn. Ooh, you have to make a concentration check. All right. I don't know how to do that, but that's an eight. Uh, it's... <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you lose your spell. Oh, all right. So I'm going, for the moment, to bite Bruner. AC 21. Okay. Well, I get a lot to this fucking dragon form. Hell yeah. Okay, so... And I'm charging. That's a nat 20. So... <gasps> oh, shit. That's a 19, so you said your AC is what? 24? Uh, 21. 21. Okay, so yes, I will hit. Because <laughs> that's plus plus 4, so 23. Uh, to confirm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Shit. Oh, that's not too bad, I guess. 15 times 2, 30 damage. I have a question about that concentration check. Uh, because uh, the, he, he failed the concentration check and the spell didn't go off, did he did the help, hit points he used to cast it still get spent sort of thing? That is a good question. We haven't had that yet, Tracy. No. Okay. Uh, not a good question. No, they don't? Okay. Why am I helping you, Tim? God damn it. It's fair. Yeah, that was that was silly of you. Like, <laughs> I forgot to multiply my crit, and now you just saved him the seven. Damn it. Okay, so that's going to be his turn. That's all he could really do all at once. Okay, so it is Bruder's turn. And now um, he, he has it. no choice but to run. But am, am I allowed to use something if it's uh, just running? Uh, I think you can use stuff that will aid in your escape. Yeah, because you gave me, you told me I could pick a ranger uh, trait, and I, cho- I took that cheetah thing <laughs> so that I'd be able to run even faster. So it would be 90 feet that he would be running away instead of 60. Okay. Obviously, you still get your AOO. So I rolled, and you are actually going to run towards the stables. All right. Oh, is it a random direction each uh, turn? Uh, I, that's up to her. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just that this is a, a different one affected by it, so they ran a different direction. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to roll his uh, how long that's going to last. I think he was mostly asking about Bray going back to the ship. And I think he was hoping that he would turn around for the next one, but nope. No, no, not hoping. Brunor uh, is going to be uh, panicked for four rounds. But my attack, uh, my AOO is not amazing. It is, uh, you are taking minus four from running, but I, I still rolled really low. So um, It's against a 17 then. Okay, yeah, I, I still miss. I only got a fucking 12. All right, so it is Deju's turn. He was headed back towards the end, yes? Yes, and he uh, is doing his full dash. He would have definitely seen Bray run past him, right? Yeah, you would start that direction, but Bray, which is one of your captains, just is hauling ass past you going the other way. So you can continue forward, or you could stop and go with Bray, whatever... I don't know what you would do. As he sees him coming, he's going to stop and kind of wait for him and then say, What the hell is going on? I don't think that I can stop and talk, so I think I just keep screaming and running. Right. You you have to keep running. Uh, you can you can respond if you want to, to say something to him, but it can't be like long-winded or extremely intelligent. Get back to the ship, dragon! Dragon! <laughs> All right, I'll follow the captain's orders. All right, and uh, Jacod was still at the ship. He pulled the arrow out. Yeah, he uh, can he see them from his vantage point? He could probably make them out from a... You can roll a perception if you want to see how much detail he can see. And also, I want to know if he was able to hear the captain shout that. It's going to be a 27. Oh, yeah. He, he hears the shouting uh, and sees them coming back towards the ship. Yeah, he's going to go back to the ship, too, and start alerting people. All right. So, Russell, what be you doing? Raynor is starting to move out of rifle range, but thank goodness for full flight. I'm going to take two shots at Raynor. My last two slay living rounds, but it's going to be a 19 versus touch. Yes, that hits. 
And does an 18 hit as well? Yes, it does. Okay. That's 20 on the first. And 13. So that's 33 damage from the shots. And I need two fortitude saves. I mean, he's down. Is he unconscious or dead? I don't know how this shit works in Pathfinder. Okay, well, you don't know if he's unconscious or dead. The Slay Living spells would t- still take effect if he was only unconscious. Oh, okay. So, uh, the way it works, then, is... What is your con score? Uh, 17. And what are you at? Um, I'm dead. Um, so Brew would know this immediately. Immediately, the moment that connection broke. But... It, let's see, Brigard is unconscious on the ground, so he doesn't get his turn. Bray is dead, so he's not getting a turn. He doesn't have to roll or anything to see if he dies? He rolls to try to stabilize. Yeah, and that's a 10 plus however far down I am, correct? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Nope, I take another point. I'm at a negative four. Right. So Bray is dead. It makes it Rick's turn. Is Brigard within 60 feet of the... Uh... Of the tavern? No. no. Darn it. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the AOO uh, took me down before I could make my movement, correct? Yes. Gotcha. I'm going to start flying, and I'm going to get within 30 feet of our... Or 60 feet of our dear friend, Brunor. And then I'm going to breathe fire on his ass. He gets a reflex save. So the demon monster dragon, the heavy metal oni... Demon monster, devil dragon. Oh, that's a lot of shitty rolls. But anyway, uh, you got a reflex save um, to half this. Well, I rolled a nat one, so I'm assuming I don't save. It's going to be 29 fire damage. Yeah, he's dead too. All right. So then we can skip Bruner's turn. Deju, you were running alongside Bray back towards the ship. When all of a sudden something hit him and he just went down. Good God. He's going to tend to him. All right. You could make a heal check to try to determine whether he's still alive or not. Okay. I will do that first of all. Uh, that's a f- six. Okay. Well, you're not real certain. You can try to drag this body back if you want to. Sure. So you're going to try to drag the body back to the mm-hmm. ship. All right, so uh, do a strength check to do that, because this guy is in heavy armor. Okay. Fifteen. Okay, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna start dragging this body back towards the ship. Uh, what is Jacon doing? When he sees his brother moving the captain, he's gonna assume that his brother really is in somewhat of a sound mind, and so he's gonna start to go towards him. But then he's just gonna dry heave again and just feel ill. So. He doesn't really know why, so he doesn't know to All move right. away from his brother. He's just feeling awful. All right, so uh, what is uh, Russell doing then? How far away is Dejir? Um, He's at the same place uh, Bray was when you shot him, so... Uh, see, Bray had been running... So, yeah, uh, I'd say about 60 feet away. As Russell starts to walk forward, he becomes visible. Okay. He's going to walk forward and, uh, heck, he's going to 
fire a gun. All right. Is, is, you fire uh, it daze you? Yeah, it daze you. Be a 25 to hit. That's certainly going to do it. It'll be 11 damage, six of which I'm getting as temporary hits. Okay. So that makes it Brigard's turn, who is still unconscious. We mm-hmm. need a sta- stabilization roll again. Yes. Are you fucking kidding? Uh, nope. That's enough. That's a five okay. on the die, so negative five. So, yeah, you lose another hit point. Rick? Rick turns uh, and sees Brigard still laying on the ground. Uh, he's going to cast Stabilize on him and then take off flying towards the ship. Okay. Well, that makes it uh, Deju's turn, who just took a bullet. <laughs> he's going to drop his captain and uh, kind of heave him up and <laughs> use him as cover with his full plate armor. <laughs> Get kind of behind him. All right. Uh, make me a, a strength check to hold him into position. How far away is it? Russell, the one that was shooting at you, is about 60 foot away. Sean, what is your fly speed? 90. Damn. 30. I had to move forward to shoot. Yeah, okay. So he had to move forward to shoot, but there's there's a dragon bearing down on you. Does that spell apply to me? Do I need to do something? Or is it just, do I, in my right mind, see a dragon? You're just seeing a dragon right now. Oh, so you really are a dragon. Okay. Yes. That was a 10 for my strength check. Okay, uh, you're not going to be able to fully pick him up. Now, if you want to kind of set the body up and, and cower behind it, you can do that with that roll. Yeah. Um, then I'm just going to fire a poisoned uh, giant wasp arrow. I just got shot, so I think I'm going to shoot it at the guy with the gun. Okay. So that's going to be a 20 to hit. That is a hit. Five damage. Okay. And then you have to roll fort save. Fortitude of 19. You'll have to find out from Sean what the DC is. What was what was the DC? Oh, uh, the base DC is 18. Pass. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. For this round. And so is uh, Jacon going to do anything? Yeah, so that arrow is going to, you're going to have to make another save next round unless you can yank it out. Jaycon is gonna just be sick for a while. When he sees the dragon, everybody coming, he's gonna get on the ship and uh, I feel like I already did this. Oh yeah, he was alerting people when the captain was coming, but now he's gonna start alerting people that there's a dragon coming. <laughs> All right. So Russell, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, I gotta do it. It's, I'm, I'm running forward to Brigard and using my last heal coin to give Brigard 30 hit points. Make me a perception check. Okay. That's uh, 11 plus 19 total. All right. So you look over to where Brigard's laying his, uh, and you see Cat standing over him. And it looks like she's readying her guitar. Okay. Then um, I'll give Cat a knot and a wink, and I'm just going to turn return fire. Except I'm hasted, so two shots. All right. First one's a 19 to hit. Touch AC. 
13. Okay. Whew. So that was a regular hit. Then I rolled a nat 20 with a 14 to confirm. So let me... That's one regular hit, one crit. And actually, it'd be a 16 to confirm because I get a plus two, but it, it confirmed either way. Sorry. Math finder. Math finder. Be, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be 41 damage over two hit. Keep in mind it's reduced by one because of your armor. So you'll take two off of that. So 39 damage. I am in the negatives. How negative compared to your con? What was the total? 39. That is my health. <laughs> I'm at zero. So you're at zero? Okay, so you're just staggered. You're still up, but you're staggered. So uh, then I would... Well, y'all don't even have to make perception checks to hear this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Russell and Rick would recognize this sound. Deju and, J- and Jacob would not. It is the sound of heavy metal guitar playing. <laughs> um, Brigard. Yo. You wake up. Cat is standing over you with that 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 horrible horrible device she has that makes such yes. ugly noise you don't yes. like. Yes. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> uh, but you come to uh and you have 5 hit points now. Okay, uh stiffly uh Brigitte will rise to his feet. Uh uh uh, kind of rubbing his temples uh, from the the two the two brushes with death and then the uh, the racket that he came back to, right? And just survey uh, everything. Uh, Bruno or Brainor dead. Um, Which anybody who can hear this heals the ten hit points. So if you're not Gosh. dead, you oh, got ten cool. hit points back. Huzzah! Or uh, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm at five because I was down five. So yep. Right. Just the allies. Um. No, everybody. Like, everybody in town just got oh, healed. okay. I'll heal uh, J-Con, too. So, yeah, you, you wake up catching the end of this little guitar riff. Russell's throwing the horns. <laughs> I thought Russell wasn't a cowboy. Huh? <laughs> but he plays one. <laughs> and so, as far as anyone's confer- concerned... I'm still down by five, so I'm going to dig into my pocket. Uh, I, I think I only made one each of the serious, if I remember correct. So I'm going to pull out a Cure Mod coin, uh, flip it, and uh, heal for 2d8 plus three. So four, one, uh, five, three, eight. So I'm up to 13. Um, and that was uh, an action. So I'm going to uh, draw out my scimitar and uh, uh, walk to the ship. Okay, so you're going to start heading towards the ship? Yep. All right, Rick, you would have easily, with your fly speed, gotten over to where Deju is cowering behind the uh, captain's body. Okay. I'm just going to fly over him, and I'm going to continue towards the ship. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm going to uh, cast Clarion Call uh, to make my, what I assume is very booming to begin with as a dragon but a even more ridiculously booming voice uh and uh rick is going to shout in his draconic well before you start casting spells if you're going to the ship make me a perception check 12 plus 8 20 
All right. So as you near the docks, you see people in the water. People in the water. You you can only see the top half of them. Okay. You would assume these are the merfolk. Oh, okay. Um, and they have basically surrounded the ship. All right. So uh, Rick is going to shout out in his draconic voice. Abandon your ship. You're surrounded. Your captains are dead. You cannot escape. All right, and that makes it Dejo's turn. You're close enough to the ship, you can hear this. Uh, it, clarion call makes it loud as fuck. Like, people can probably hear this like a half mile away. Uh, do you think the genie heard this? Oh no, that was <laughs> that was much further away. That we 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 rode for miles. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, don't worry. I got a message for that genie. <laughs> so, Deju, what do you do? You're bo- hiding behind the body. You see the dragon fly over, and he makes this announcement. I'm going to uh, swallow one of my invisibility beads and go invisible. Okay. Greater invisibility, and then I'm going to. That's one action, right? That. So I can't attack, I can't do another spell, right? Right, you can only move now. Then I'm going to get up and, uh, is there any other cover around me? Boxes, cargo, anything? Oh, yeah, there's uh, cargo on the docks, and there are, like, a couple of warehouse buildings. If I can find any, like, piles of boxes stacked up or anything like that that I can try to get lost in from the other people, I'm going to make a break for it, full dash. I can't do full dash, but regular run. Does anybody have a high enough perception score that could possibly beat his stealth with the invisibility on? The highest I can roll is 29. Nah. Yeah, Brian, go ahead and make a stealth roll, which is that your uh, stealth score on your skills list, plus your d20 roll, plus 20 for being invisible. Okay. 40. So is anybody beating that? Oh, no. No, not at all. Right. So, okay, yeah, you easily move over to some boxes and get into cover. But, was it to tend to see them go invisible? Yeah, to to, to know that he just disappeared. I did notice that with a 12, so. Okay. Yeah, I will have noticed his vanishing. So, what about Jacon? He's on the ship when the dragon makes this announcement. Um, so has anybody responded to his rallying cry in any way? You had some guys that that were coming up and taking up swords when they thought the captains were in trouble, but this dragon has just announced that they're dead. And so most of these guys are just abandoning ship. They are just running. So he sees his brother disappear, so he's going to also swallow his invisibility bead and disappear. Okay. And then... Um, how high above me is the dragon? Do I at least would I estimate? How, how much lower is the docks from the uh, from the inn area? It is a bit lower. The, the city is built on top of a pretty sizable hill, um, and of course you would have to stay above the mast. But it is up to you whether 
you want to descend enough to get close to the mast or whether you're staying well i i i had ascended i just wanted to know like what the height difference between where i took off from and where the ship is well i don't know exactly i've not done a geological survey okay (laughs) well wherever the inn is i'm probably about 30 feet above that okay is that something we want to roll for or sure let's see so the town proper is 87 feet above the uh, shoreline. Okay, so I'm about 110 feet in the air. Nice. All right. Prime dive bombing height. <laughs> um, he's going to make his way towards the mainmast and um, try to just... He's not going to just turn invisible and then stay in one place, but he doesn't want to get um, down in below or anything like that. He wants to stay above, so... I think he'll stay there for now. All right. So, Russell, Dragon Rick has made this announcement. Most of the crew has run off the ship in absolute horror. Russell's going to spend his move action reloading his rifle, and I'm going to use my uh, my standard to cast True Sight on myself. Okay. Just, uh, I saw you disappear there. You uh, might just want to stop where you're at. Put your hands up," he says as he looks towards uh, Deju, who is nearby. Yeah, Deju, the one that took cover behind some boxes. Yeah, he looks right at Deju. Just, just come on out now. So, Brigard, what are you doing? Seeing that I don't have access to that, and I see him looking for that. Uh, can I do a survival check to uh, look for footprints? You, you can. You can move down to the area where. Uh... Okay. Deju was it and check for footprints. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> no, it's only a 10 still. Alright. So, yeah, you're not real sure where he went at this point. Okay. So, Brian, what are the brothers going to do? Um, Deju is still invisible. It lasts for five rounds. He's going to cast um, his Dimension Door Bead. He's going to eat that demon oh. and then um, teleport right behind the cowboy. And uh, that's, that's all he can do with his turn. But All right. Uh, Russell can make a perception because you do have uh, the true sight going. So 28. All right. So, yeah, uh, you will spot him using this bead. Do you have Arcana or Spellcraft? Uh, yes, um, to to both. Well, you um, can roll those. Yeah, twenty. Okay, yeah. So he's using a a dimension door spell, which means that uh, he's using magic to move. You're not sure exactly where he's going, but he is moving. Okay. And then you will suddenly feel a presence behind you, but that will <laughs> still make it uh, Jacon's turn. He can feel the presence because of his perception. He will that weird thing true sight he had he has a perception but with uh true sight on yes so what is jaycon doing there he's going to i don't see anything why i can't do this so i'm going to try and cast possession on the dragon oh fuck okay uh that's uh dc 17 will save okay so um i got a 14 i fail all right now i'm the dragon 
I don't know what I can do. I'm going to attack my friends, <laughs> my allies. Okay. Um, at this point, my fire breath would be recharged and I have 90 feet of fly. Sounds good to me. Is there uh, a way that I can hit both of them? It's a 30 foot cone, so that's up to if they're close enough. Okay. Who are you trying to hit? Sorry. His two allies. Dra- Dragon's two allies. Rigard and Russell? Yeah, they would be within 30 feet of each other, I think. But isn't your brother also right next to him? Yeah, Deja is behind Russell, so... Oh, he he doesn't know that, though. Oh, yeah, because he mm-hmm. can't see it. And the telepathy doesn't let him know where he is. So, yeah, you're going to breath attack them? Yeah. 8d8. 8d8, <laughs> okay. Oh. Is, it, is there a reflex save for it? Yes, uh, DC... Okay, so this spell's DC would be from before I got the boost, so that would just be... Or DC, uh, 21. What is it? Alright, so reflex saves, guys. What is 8d8? Okay. Your, your damage eventually, or is it an attacker? Yeah, That's, you need yeah, to roll the 8d8 is the fire. For damage. Let me use a robot. Is that Cat's Grace still on? Yes. Yep. Okay. Wow, robot rolled kind of shitty. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, no, that's a fail. That's 11. Ding, 21. Pass. Evasion, no damage. The damage. So, Brigard's going to be taking the full brunt of this. You also have to roll a reflex save for Deju. 21. You pass. You have evasion, so no damage. So Brigard's the only one taking damage, but he's oh, going to be taking it. full damage from this. Uh, my, yep. oh, sorry to go. my uh, robot rolled 8d8, turned into 28 damage. Okay, uh, Brigard is dead dead. God <laughs> damn. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yep. Wait, that's after I brought you back up? Uh, what'd you bring me up? No, you brought me up to 13. Uh, okay, so got, 13, got, my, my con is, yep. It's all good. No, play it out. Uh, well, how much healing did you get from, uh, from? I only got five or I got oh. 10 total. So that took me up to five. Yeah. You gave me eight. So that took me up to 13. It's fine. No, let's, let's play it. All right. So that was, I'm just a fucking limp ifrit on the fucking ship. I can't <laughs> do anything. Yeah. It, it, it is Russell's turn. Uh, as far as you can tell, Rick has turned and used a fire breath on y'all. Mm-hmm. There, there is no more fire breath for the rest of the spell. It's limited to its natural attacks. Brigard went down again. You know that uh, Deju is behind you. What are you doing? Gotta decide. Okay. I, I'm randomizing this one. D percentile. Russell was, he can, he's been able to see this guy the whole time. He was just going to fire and be like, yeah, sorry, kid. Bam, bam. But um, then he saw a dragon take down Brigard. Hey, Sean, high or low? Hi. 91, so I'm not going to attack Sean. Or Sean's body, or Rick's body. So, yeah. Uh, Russell's going to take a five-foot step, turn, level his rifle at uh, Deju and be like yeah sorry kid or Shay be with you bam bam that was to Deju he yeah 
Yep, he's okay. He's shooting you. It's a nat twenty with a sixteen to confirm against touch AC. Yeah, I think sixteen beats his touch AC. Oh, and that's a, a fifteen versus touch. Is yeah, thirteen. It's gonna be twenty-eight over two hits, and there are spells there if you're still alive. Gonna put me at negative sixteen. And what's your con? Um, con is a total of fourteen. All right, so Deju has gone down. Rick, you're a Ifrit body on a ship at the moment, right? What does that do to the telepathic bond? Uh, Jaken will know automatically that that Deju is gone. No, I, I meant the one that Russell set up between the party. Oh, I yeah, you know that there, you know that Brigard's dead dead there's nothing uh you know rick is not dead but he's not conscious i'm conscious i just can't do anything i i can observe through his body but i can insert, uh, assert no no uh influence whatsoever i am a fucking rag doll so yeah you can still talk to him through the telepathy chat okay brigid's down jaycon's turn um how long? Let me see how long this lasts. Hours. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, Jaycon can can figure can tell everybody's dead. If he just wants to stay in dragon form and fly the fuck away, he can do that. Now I want. So, um, the cowboy's still alive, right? Yep. Yeah, he's attacking yep. the cowboy. All right. Most damaging attack on a charge is the bite. If you make a full attack, like if you don't have to move, they get a shit ton of them. I should bite him? Yeah. Yeah, if you're going for damage. Let's do it. The plus to hit is plus five. Uh, plus seven if you're charging. Son of a bitch. I, uh, I rolled a five. <laughs> That's gonna miss. If, I assume if you're flying, you're doing this kind of like as a flyby attack? Don't have the feet, can't do it that way. He okay, has to so end his flight. He has to end it right in front of him. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I mean, t- technically, he could end there, and as long as he moved more than half of his fly speed to get there, uh, he can technically stop his turn there and continue flying on, but he can't, like, hit along the flight. You know what well, I mean? Well, this is your body, so I'm fine stopping in front of him. <laughs> right. So, Russell, this dragon just tried to bite you. It is standing in front of you. Okay. I know Rick's not in charge there. You can uh, make an intelligence check if you want, or uh, to, to try to figure out why Dragon Rick is trying to eat you. Oh, I've got Rick in telepathic chat. That's true. Rick, have you... Rick has no idea what's going on. He just sees the sky and the mast. Rick, why did you bite me? <laughs> I'm not... I'm I'm, not, I'm I'm on the ship. I can't move. Okay. Spellcraft check. Can I do a spellcraft to see what's going on then? You can. 25 on the spellcraft check. Oh, yeah. You can figure out right quickly that uh, this guy is taking over Rick's body, basically. Okay. And Rick happened to be in dragon form when it happened. What's the spell magic? All right. It's like the most complicated thing ever and I hate pulling it out but I did prepare a couple of silver pieces with it 
you know, I have to bring it up because it is kind of complicated. So you make the uh, caster level check and it'd be 11 plus uh, Brian's caster level. So a D20 for a 23. That's, that's, I mean, that's everything I got on it. So here's hoping. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. So uh, basically he can he, he, he cast the spell and you are thrown out of the dragon's body and back into okay. yours. Rick, you are now back in the dragon body in front of Russell. Okay. Is it my turn? Yep. All right. After seeing a scorched Brigard, where the fuck is my list? Thank you. I've got a possible plan for Brigard, kid, if you can get the other one down at the boat. Uh, I'm going to fly towards the boat, and I'm going to summon a... Actually, hold on. No, 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 high or low? Who are you asking? Did you say Nanu Nanu? Yeah, I said Nanu Nanu. High or low? Anybody? Hi. Hi. Okay. Okay. I summon a huge cold iron elemental a hundred feet above the ship. Oh, shit. A what? Prisoners. Um. To note sort of like the side of the ship where like the gangplank would be all right so it doesn't actually appear till your next turn though correct so we will have to see what happens um jaycon all right i don't see any reason why i wouldn't give that another go i think i'll do the same thing Okay. How do you have enough hit points for this? <laughs> you did. Jacon's not that hurt very. He's not hurt very badly. He's been running most of the time. Shit. But it should have eaten him thirty hit points last time. I see it listed as a fi- psychic five. It'd be fifty. Oh, times ten. Why the hell did <laughs> yeah. it get times two? It, but it, it's a it's a medium it's a medium three spell, so it it can be as low as level three for you. A medium is a type of psychic. Yeah. So the first time you cast it, it took 30 hit points. Okay. So I was able to do it the first time, but I'm really not looking good right now. Well, your choices are to continue to fight or try to surrender. I thought that was super OP. I was like, I could do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) Captain America over there. (laughs) All right. He is going to take a... He's going to take a sea urchin shot at the dragon. All right. I uh, I I don't know if dragons have any special protection against arrows, but neither does he. So he's just gonna do it. I mean, nothing specifically against arrows. I have increased natural armor. Okay, that's a fifteen attack. My AC is twenty-four. Um, and then I'm going to. All oh, right, no, it's twenty because I think I lose my armor bonus. But... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna race down the companion way to hope that I don't get blasted with flames. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because you wouldn't know that it doesn't have any more fire. So, Russell. Okay, Russell is going to spend this round. I I got two things. For my standard, I'm casting uh, Greater False Life from a coin on myself, giving me a total of 71 hit points. Revify is a level 7 spell. 
Can I do an arcana check to improvise it as a psionic caster? You can. Or do I have to wait till I attempt the casting next round? Because I can't cast twice. Yeah, you have to wait till you attempt the casting bit. Okay. Then yeah, I'm just buffing this round and like pretty much kneeling down over Brigard's body. Alrighty. So Rick, this cold iron elemental comes into existence and falls from the sky. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, uh, between its size and the distance it falls, um, it should be dealing about 3 plus 10, so 13d6 damage uh, to the hull of the ship. Yep. It collapses into the ship. Tell it to uh, reach into the holes and rescue the prisoners and to kill everyone else. All right. Well, it can't just have an infinite amount of actions to to do this. So. Oh no no no! This is just instructions. This is just instructions. I don't think it's going to get to do shit this turn. Right. So it falls from the sky and through a, a big chunk of the ship, and you still get to do whatever you're going to do. Okay. Uh. So that was a big nasty chunk of HP. Wait, I take that back. A large elemental, not a huge one. I would have died if I summoned a huge one. Uh, um, so reduce that by a d6. Still. But what are you doing? I am going to uh, I am going to dive bomb the Ifrit. Okay. Uh, that is a... 19 to hit. You know I'm in I'm in the lower decks, right? Oh, never mind. Uh, shit. Well, he just put a big hole in the ship, so... Uh, that, that's when you just, just flatly say yes. <laughs> no. Alright, no, no, never mind. If I, if I don't see him on the deck, I'm not gonna do that. Um... One of, one of my favorite things that you do, Brian, is uh, asking people if they know things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm for, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I can't forget about it. it cracks me up so much. <laughs> so who do you who do you hate more though? Your the Kim as your mom or uh, Daddy Oak as your brother-in-law who is kicking you? <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with Kim on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna land on on the ship away from other people and look intimidating my intimidate is a 24 okay so you're going to put the weight of this dragon on the ship that's already going down gotcha jacon jacon you had run to the lower decks and something very large came crashing through the ship is sinking the slaves are still of course locked in the cages uh lila is still locked up and secured in and the special place where she is kept and uh yeah you're you're not in a good situation what was it that crashed through it was a a giant piece of metal that you can make a what's it an arcana check to know precisely what it is a planes check rather okay you don't you don't have it listed it's just gonna be an intelligence check for you 18. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 Seven. 
<laughs> I looked at my total instead of my mod. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're not real sure what this is, but something did come crashing through. The ship is going down. The slaves are all still caged up in shackles. Lila's still locked away. Everybody is dead. What are you doing? The reason he hasn't given up yet is because they have killed basically everything he had to live for. So he is going to, he's going to poke out and shoot another arrow. The dragon's on the ship deck, right? Yes, the dragon is on the deck. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit, yes. And I'm going to roll. That's a six. And then, uh, what was it? Fort save. Uh, um, the fortitude save is a 10. And this time you're doing urchin venom, whatever that is. Okay, uh, I'm down regardless. You slayed a dragon, Brian. Does the elemental stay around when you go down or does it disappear? Uh, it sticks around for its duration, which isn't very long. Alrighty. So you're just down. You're not dead at this point, yes? And Correct. It doesn't... For the oh, moment. I didn't poison you. Spear Urchin. Yes, 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 yes. DC 16, 15. I failed. 1d2 to your strength. And then you're nauseated for one round. Okay. Well, I'm down anyway, so... Um, Alright, so Russell. Take one strength. Okay, so... You were about to try to help Brigard. Yep. And all of a sudden, your link with Rick has gone silent. He's unconscious. Realize that they're both dead, and Russell just kind of sighs out loud and goes, Damn it, can't one of them just stay alive? And at that point, I'm going to do a... I rolled a 24 Arcana, or a Spellcraft check. Is that going to be high enough to mimic a Revify? Or is that the right roll? I mean, do I need... I could roll something else. I'm... Spellcraft is what you need. You said it's a level 7 spell? Yes. So, yeah, you, you can cast it. Awesome. Welcome back to the Feral Hog. Sit wherever you like. I'm Dick Horny, and... Well, today is not a good day. In a knockdown drag-out fight with a ship full of slavers, my friend Brigord fell in battle. I felt his soul leave this plane and was snatched up. I have a feeling he's in for something he could never have imagined back home. But there's nothing you or I can do for him now. Next round is on the house as we peek in on what comes next. So the first thing that will happen is you will remember you, you're standing there. You see the, the dragon, the fire's coming. You, you feel the heat of the flames. And everything goes black. But when you open up your eyes, you see black all around you. But when you sit up and look down, it's as if you're sitting on a pane of glass. And you can see below you what is going on. But it's almost as if you have true sight on. You see the truth about what is happening. You know that the dragon is not under Rick's control. It's it's no longer Rick at the moment. It's been possessed by this enemy. And Rick is trapped in this enemy's body on the ground. And you can see Russell and him preparing to, to try 
and revive you. And you can see the fire that's that's burning at the end and the intensity of it made worse by all the alcohol and everything stored inside. And you could see the flames starting to spread to some of the homes that are behind it. And so you're sitting there and you see all this going on. How do you react? Startled at first, flinching. Am I able to hear? You can hear it. It's a little distant to you, but you can certainly hear it. The sounds of the screams, the roaring of the flames, the sight of the destruction of this hamlet. I think that was the technical term you called this area. Yes. Just startled and aghast at all the destruction and the magic being wielded by uh, both sides of this battle. And he is just at a loss. As he's looking on, suddenly he hears this voice. It is both inside and outside his head. Rickard, this is not how you expected it to end, is it? I knew once I was given these powers that calamity would follow those that would misuse them, and this is not power under control. No. There are too many here that lack self-discipline. Do I recognize the voice at all? Is it familiar to me? You do not recognize the voice. So if this is my end, am I to just be a spectator in this combat? Is this is is this my punishment for not being strong enough? You're not being punished, but you do have some choices to make now. What choices? Well, if you wish to be done with this, I can ensure that your friend there does not bring you back. That you go on to face your judgment and then live out the afterlife that is deemed to you. But I feel like you're not ready to give up. I am not. I have not yet begun to tap into the magics that my friends are capable of wielding. Uh, this fight, I, I was denied access to my ability to defend myself and I was... I was forced to use more mundane defenses. I I was caught unaware. I I thought I thought we had a, a mission, a, a quest in mind, and this this escalated far quicker than I could have foreseen. Then there are really three choices left to you. But to make them you need to be well informed. Do you know who I am? Are you one of the gods I heard about and read at Fort Veshna? I am Asmodeus. I pinned the contract of creation. All that exists exists because of me. Uh, do I have a physical form still? You were pretty much an outsider at this point. It's a spirit form, but it is physical. And this voice is uh, from within and from without, so I don't see any source at all. If you look around, you will see this guy standing behind you. 
Brigard will bow deeply, uh, clearly in awe of this being. Um, I, I guess I could, for listeners, I could say he looks a bit like a tiefling. A bit, yes. Uh, if they Google Pathfinder Asmodeus, the, that is pretty much the picture that will, will come up. Being the cause of all of creation, you saw fit to bring yourself down to my speck of creation? I am the reason the three of you are here. Are are you the one who saved us to this world? Did Are you the, the, the writer of this map? I brought you here. I didn't make the map myself, but I'm the one that brought you through the portal. Most would call me evil, but that is simply because they do not like the necessity of law. But people look to their own devices, create chaos, and that never turns out well. Uh, Brigard will give a little chuckle. Yes, uh, left to our own devices, my my more crafty friends have wrought such powers and such such tools of mayhem as I see before me. I I think I understand what you mean. What they have done is nothing compared to what people have done in the past. Dustris was once one of the most advanced worlds ever to exist. The technology it possessed was beyond anything that the current world has ever thought of, and its people were filled with a smug pride at their accomplishments. But in their quest for further and further advancements, they destroyed the environment around them. New technologies were constantly having to be developed to try and make up for what they were now lacking from nature, and eventually their technology caused a cataclysm that wiped out all life on the planet. So this is the reset, the restart to a civilization. In a way. And this was done by you and you alone? Well, before the devastation spread throughout the entire world, I walled off a section of what they called the Badlands. And with the help of Aristotle, the lands were slowly brought back to life, but there were no people. So the gods began bringing people from other worlds in to help repopulate. And at first it was done without rhyme or reason, just more chaos, but this led to issues. So I insisted on a system being put into place to regulate the influx of people being brought into the world, given its relative small size. Uh, contracts were signed and after that, every five years, people are brought in, usually between five and 20 people, depending on what the world needs. And it rotates different gods, bring different people in every five years. It was my turn. I chose you and Rick and Russell. What did we, or more specifically, what could I have brought to this world that this world needed. It seems I am far removed from the the times of my companions. I I'm often slow to catch the thread of 
conversation, slow to realize what must be done or must be seen. What what did you see in me that warranted my summoning to this world? You understand the importance of the world itself. You would not destroy all that lives. And I had hoped that you might be willing to help restore the rest of the world. Originally, Aristil was going to restore the entire planet, but he has not been seen or heard from since Twilight's War. Uh, forgive me, Twilight's War? There was a war. One of my own followers rose up against me. The war took place below you on that island. The land was devastated. Aristil restored it. It is the reason the land here is so fertile. It's Aristil's doing, and it is the reason the farmers came and the crops grow so well. But then Aristil disappeared. Where did he go? Then this Aristil must be a, a powerful uh, god such as yourself. Aristil is a god. I'm not sure you would say he's as powerful as me, but he's all about nature and balance and such things and wanted to see the world put back right. I have a feeling he's been locked away, though. And is that part of the reason why you have held me between death and life of these choices? Is it your idea to task me with finding your friend Aristil? I would not say task you. I'm going to give you some options. As I said, your friend down there intends to bring you back. And he can do so. It will have some repercussions to it, but nothing that most people could deal with. But there are other options. I can offer you a contract. If you accept the contract, I will give you certain powers. And in exchange, you will try to find out for me what happened to Aristotle. And of course, the third option, you could still have the contract, but you can also commit yourself to my worship and become even more powerful. So my options become your champion devout to your way of thinking your rule death or let's take death off the table you've already said you're not ready for that no no i i that that does that does narrow it down yes i i do not wish to give up just yet your choices then are to let russell do things his way sign the contract and receive certain powers in exchange for the contract and you try to find out what happened to Aristotle as your end of it. Or you can still sign the contract, but you can also become, I guess you would call it a champion. They've told you about divine casters, how they sometimes devote themselves to a god. Yes, I would uh, be able to use the magics I have been using uh, at a far grander scale, however, I would be limited in the selection. 
That is true. I don't think I see entirely too much difference between the the two choices remaining. Either I seek out Aristil on your behalf, or I... Well, either way, you would be seeking out Aristil to fulfill the contract. Either way, the contract would grant you some certain powers. It's just, as a follower of mine, you would have powers beyond that. This Aristil loved nature, loved life as I do, as I have demonstrated in my deeds, in my refusal to overhunt the game of this world, to sow wanton destruction by taking more than I need. I, I feel this Aristil and I are are more akin. Can you say for certain that I wouldn't be better off taking that route? I cannot say for certain what is right for you. But I do need to become stronger. This this simple mission of saving a more or less defensive young woman from slavers and brigands was devolved into this madness I see before me. I, I do not feel I was properly equipped, nor did I take into consideration the, the actions of my friends. Perhaps this is the time seeing and knowing what I now know. This may be my chance to level the playing field, so to speak. If I were to take you up on this, what would become of me? I, I feel my limited knowledge of deities and their gifts, you you would ask something of me. Well, I would ask you to find Aristotle, but anytime somebody signs a contract with me, or with most devils for that matter, the price to be paid is that once you die, your soul belongs to me. Then I gather that is the core difference between my two options before me. Well, it is the price of a contract. And I suppose I, I, I cannot sleep on this. The time for choices now, I, 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 I must, I must be stronger. I must help my friends. I must be the best version of myself that I can be. And if you can grant me that, I, Asmodeus, I, I accept your offer. I will seek out Aristil. I will. I reach out my hand and accept what gifts you can give me, knowing the cost of such gifts. If you can just help me see better this world that my friends have clearly seen. For I went into this with thoughts of rescue and diplomacy. However, my my friends seem to have been itching for a fight. Perhaps if I have your access to your abilities, perhaps they will see that I am a force to be reckoned with as well. There is always a time and a place for a fight, but perhaps they did not choose wisely the time and the place. Russell meant well. He was protecting himself when he used his firearm, his harnessing of the storm to create a silence around himself, but in that silence I was unable to affect in any other way other than the way that I've known in my previous life. and. In this world, I feel having that choice taken away from me 
set me on a path to failure, so... Yes, it seems they did rush in. Do you approach all those who fight in this? These people that we are in combat with, are are they beyond redemption? I have no issue with the slavers myself. They have made rules against the slaves. Sometimes slavery is necessary for order, but in this case, the slavers don't have the best motives. They're not collecting these people for money, for riches. They have been told to collect them. Do you know by whom? There is a group, a cult, I guess you would call them. I do not. Or I suppose I do, but I could not say to you exactly who they are. But they need many, many souls for the magic they are trying to complete. In my brief training, I was told that there are dark ways of harnessing another's life force for your own magical gain. Is that what this is? Are these people harvesting magical life force as a shepherd would sheep's wool? In a way, yes. The uh, the slavers would take people, those that did not seem as healthy or strong, they sold at the slave markets and lined their pockets. The others, they delivered to designated spots for this group to claim. When they have collected enough people, they will perform the ritual. And these people, they do this for their own selfish gain. They they care not that they are literally robbing thinking men and women of their very essence. They do this to unleash a dark power. They want to see this world end. They don't believe that I and the other gods should have saved it. For, forgive my impudence, but could you not just appear before them and show them your power? Show them that their way is not the way? Is it, or is it the task of people such as me to shape the world? It's, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused that you, you wield such power. People believe what they wish to believe. They believe that I did wrong in trying to save this world. They believe that the other gods do wrong in trying to repopulate it. They do not care to hear our opinions. And in doing so, they have ruined countless lives and continue to plot and scheme and rob more lives, more families broken, more homes shattered, cities destroyed, all in the name of this. I suspect they are the ones that have trapped Aristil as well. They do not want the rest of the world restored. That is far more foolish than any trick my friends may have gone up to. They, they are the enemy. They are an evil. Evil is a matter of perspective. I do not see the good in capturing an innocent young girl who's unable to defend herself unable to know when someone was coming. So you have a choice to make. You can let Russell bring you back. You could sign the contracts and he will think he brought you back, but in reality, 
it will be my doing and you will not have any negative repercussions or you can sign the contract and devote yourself solely to me what will you choose my my only remaining worry is the, the power that I see you wield the dark splendor that you represent my my way of life my entire existence before and during my time industrious I was almost no more than a healer of sorts I was the companion to my friends and assisted them in their ways would I able to fulfill that role will will I still be able to you could still heal after all it would do no good to rob you of that ability how would you heal yourself when you need it that was my only worry I will accept your offer Lord Asmodeus and become your disciple very good now as my disciple I will grant you another bit of knowledge I told you that Twilight's war happened here on this island the weapons that were used in that war they still lie somewhere in this island including one that I forged myself back during the war of the heavens if you can find my weapon it will be yours to wield so long as you walk this world seek out fiendish victory uh, what do you mean fiendish victory what sort of it is the name of a short bow I crafted it myself it is made of umbrite you need no arrows when you pull the string back a dark wood arrow with an obsidian tip will appear on it it is powerful so the weapon is called fiendish victory it is I see I am accustomed to the bow if, if that is to be the weapon of your disciple then I will seek out this weapon it is not something you should wield all the time mind you it, it is extremely powerful it's that self-discipline we were talking about yes I um no offense to my companions who I've traveled with I I, I, I see the wisdom in self-discipline. I see the, the wisdom of knowing my, my friends and I are already on a quest. I would need to convince them that this quest you have put upon me is one that we should follow as well. I Well, perhaps tell them that fiendish victory is not the only weapon lost within the earth. There are others. Some might be to their liking. Won't they think me mad to say I, upon my near death, I was confronted by a powerful devil and offered a contract? Won't they? You can tell them as much or as little as you like. Speak with the cat lady. She knows a little about these hidden weapons. I will speak with her if, if she can help sway my friends and help them get the point across but these other weapons, can they be wielded by my friends? If not... See, they can be wielded by anyone. The one thing that I must instruct you though is no matter what, do not let fiendish victory fall into the hands of Maldrick. The tiefling guard, they call him Mal. He is a follower of an archdevil who would gladly use my own weapon to try and overthrow me. 
I would not let a weapon such as yours fall into the hands of someone so opposed to your will. I I will keep that in mind. What would I need to do to seal this contract? He will actually just out of thin air produce a piece of paper, uh, a scroll with all the terms written out on it and offer you a quill. Asmodeus, before I, I part and return to my friends, you you personally selected myself and Russell and Rick to join this world? I did. I've been wondering since I got here and since I'm now closer to death than I was before, did did you scoop us from certain death before bringing us here? Is Is this just another divine intervention on your part? No, no. Yeah, we're not near death. But you each possessed a quality that I thought might be helpful should you decide to take on the quest of finding Aristil and defeating those who would destroy the world. And um, at the risk of impudence, would it be proper of me to ask what it is a gambler from the future and a a young child troubled by something, what do they have to offer in this search for Aristil? Well, your gambler friend, when he decides to talk first, is actually very good at talking to people. He could find out things that uh, you couldn't find out to through force necessarily. So, if he will just settle himself, he could be quite useful in that aspect. And do not let Rick fool you. He is young. There is no doubt about that. With the life he has had to live, let us just say he has been fighting his own war since he was very young. Perhaps with this second chance, I could get to know my friends deeper than I did before and discover the mysteries of why Rick is so sullen at times and why Russell is so eager to act on his impulses. I I, I thank you for the knowledge you have given me. I, I am curious, however, how will I know what abilities have been bestowed upon me? I, I did the research I studied at Fort Veshna for the, the requisite two weeks that they asked for, but a lot of that turned into more instinct and reflex than strict study. Much of this will come the same way, through instinct, through a certain knowledge within yourself, about yourself. Brigard will take the quill and um, he, he practices letters. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he, will, he will sign it and uh, offer the quill back and uh, stand ready for whatever comes next. And you won't be standing there but a moment. Uh, and he will return you to your body. Oh. Oh, no, not him. Oh, anybody but him. Oh, Brigold, you sweet man. You are well and fully out of your depth. Hell. That means Brigard heals by the letters here. It's 5d8 plus 3. 28 points of damage and stabilizes. 
Okay, um, is that 28 from 0 or 28 from negative 14? 28 from negative 14. Okay, I'm up to 14. All right, so Russell Russell is down to one hit point total. He's going to kind of look over towards Bird and go, stay alive this time. And he's going to start reloading his gun, looking towards the boat. So, Brigard, you have been brought back from death. <laughs> Russell is not looking very good. You don't know where Rick's at. Yep, I don't have the uh, telepathic link, uh, so I don't don't even have that. So, okay. Um, <laughs> and the elemental still. Uh... You could make a perception. Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, and the wisdom bonus thing from before is gone, right? Yeah, when you died, you lost everything. (laughs) I just want to make sure I have all my numbers right. So, uh, 22. So, yeah, you can see the ship. You can see that a big chunk of it uh, on the side facing the uh, town has just been sheared away. It is sinking. Oh, okay. You can see an unconscious dragon on the deck. (laughs) Okay. So do what you will with that information. I, I remember the dragon. I remember the dragon is Rick. I have 14 health points. Did I did I see uh, Jackin? Uh, you can't really see him. He's like, he's on the steps between the decks firing up at Rick. Okay, so I don't, but I can't. There's no way I can know that. Okay, Russell, are you okay? You look weak. You, you need me to heal you. If you can, it'd be good. How how hurt is Rick? Is he Is he asleep? He's out cold, I can't tell. Can I uh, do a free... Oh, no, I already did a perception check, so I couldn't do a heal check to see how badly... Uh, yeah, you can make a heal check. Okay. Okay, 13 plus 2, so 15. I just wanted uh, to, you know, be clear and mechanical that I do know that how low... Russell is. Yeah, you you could see that he's just barely hanging on at this point. But, but do I know he has, like, you know, mechanically 1 HP? Yeah. Get the, get the kid... I can I can fake it for a bit longer. Very well, uh, and uh, okay, it has to be touched. Okay, so uh, I will uh, I'll move as close as I can get to Rick. Uh, and what's if your I, movement speed? Uh, Forty. I have a I've got because of barbarian. I got another plus. I have a plus ten. Right. So yeah, if if you've not cast any spells or anything, and you do a double move, you, you could move eighty feet this time. Okay. Which that, that's going to put you right up at the boat. Okay, I will uh, I will do that. The gangplank is not there anymore because of it being sheared off. So you're going to have to try to find a way to get from the dock to the boat. Like, if you want to climb up one of the ropes or something like that, you'll need to do that your next turn. Okay, I will do that. All right. Rick is unconscious, so Jaken. Is there a way that I can tell if he's unconscious versus dead? Not without going up and making a heel check on him. Which you could do that, or you can, you know, keep firing arrows until you feel like odds are. He's pretty pissed. I think, uh, I think he's gonna storm up on deck and say, You ruined everything we had, you fucker. And he's gonna take his, um, rapier to this dragon. Alright, so this is a coup de gras, or as Jack Josh likes to call it, a coup de grace. Did he move more than five feet? He was um, at the companion way, wherever that is to the dragon. And no, it isn't. It's an attack. Oh, okay. Because so a it's a regular round. attack. 
Alrighty. So yeah, uh, basically, if you don't roll a one, I think you could probably hit. But go ahead uh, and roll. My my AC uh, right now should be eleven. Yeah. I swear, dude, I have got to stop rolling with this dice. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12. And I rolled a 3. Yeah, you hit. <laughs> oh. So roll yeah, your was... damage. And so fucking 2 plus 7 damage. 7 damage. Alright, Russell with your 1 hit point. Russell's going to use another coin and do another casting of Greater False Life to give himself 23 temporary hit points and take a move action towards the boat. Um, are there other crewmen? Or I mean, I'm, I'm looking for some uh, some morally safe NPC fodder for vampiric shots. Oh yeah, there there's the crew that's been fleeing the ship. Uh, a good bit of them started fleeing before the elemental came through. So there, there are NPC crew members around. Okay. Well, he can't. I can't technically fire any this round, but he's just kind of gun at the ready, walking towards the boat. Okay. So Rick is unconscious, uh, but Brigard, you are awake now. So, yep. What are you doing? I would like to do an acrobatics uh, check to jump onto uh, onto the ship. Alright. I can't remember exactly what uh, I have this, but I get a miscellaneous modifier for a plus five for uh, acrobatic jump checks. So, uh, running start. And then a uh, leap. Oh, nice. Okay, that's uh, 19. Alright, yeah, you can leap across there. Okay, and uh, I will go up to Rick, and I can. I don't have enough HP to do Cure Mod, but I can do Cure Light. Uh, so I lose 10, I'm down to 4, so I will heal uh, Rick for a D8 plus 3. Uh, 9 damage, uh, 9 health back. I'm still down. Okay, but I can see Jackin now, right? Yes, and it is Jackin's turn. Now he can get me. Real quick, as a free action, I'm going to now go into a rage. Okay. But, Jackin, it is your turn. You are standing over the dragon. You can coup de gras him now if you wish to. What does that mean? You automatically critical. If that doesn't outright kill me, I have to make a fortitude save versus the damage you dealt or die. Wow. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. Doesn't by chance provoke from Brigger, does it? Uh, I'm size large right now. I doubt it. Right. Okay. Or does does Brigard have his bardiche out? No, no, uh, that's still in the bar. Yeah. Okay, yeah. What do I perceive as this dragon in, now that I'm here? Okay, so the dragon is laying in front of you. Um, you can roll a perception check if you want to, to notice whether or not he's still breathing. Um, Brigard is on the other side of the dragon. Uh, I'm kind of tunnel visioned right now. <laughs> I'm pretty mad at this. And uh, well, yeah, but he did. He did have to reach out and touch the dragon to heal it. So you realize that Brigard is trying to heal this dragon. Okay, that's good to know. Um, in that case, I'm going to point blank this thing with an arrow. That's still a coup de gras. Good to know. Yeah. Giant wasp poison. So auto crit is going to be one d eight. Times Four, three. Five, six, seven times three. 
So 21. I'm dead. I no longer a dragon. I turn back into a little dead Rick. A dick? All right. There you are. Yes, <laughs> a dick. So, Russell. I felt that break. Um, you felt that break. So, how far away am I from the ship at this point? Um, you're about 80 feet from, from the ship. Okay. Gotta be smart. Hold on. Wrong check. Okay, yeah, I'm smart. I'm on 30-foot move and grab another coin and cast greater invisibility on myself. Okay. Alrighty. So, Brigard, you just watched this Ifrit just... This arrow went straight through this dragon body, and now Rick's body is laying there in front of you. Unfortunately, um, even with the added temporary HP of um, the rage, I don't have enough to cast. Uh, oh, wait, no, I have the cantrip, but I'd have to drop my rage and then I'm fatigued. Um, Brigger's gonna stare at Rick, look back to Russell. Russell, can you revive him? Russell is invisible. Okay, uh, now seeing that his friend vanished, uh, doesn't really know what to expect. Just sees uh, the killer of his friend, and uh, in this rage, he didn't, couldn't really even... Probably just bellowed, you know, Russell's name. Pulls out the uh, scimitar and uh, charges Jacken. And all right, as he's charging to me, I want to say, you boys really do like to gamble. As I probably cough up some blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i need to okay so um charge gives me a plus two to hit yes nice okay 18 plus 7 25 27 i'm uh, pretty sure that gets easy <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> i've been rolling shit for a while okay so my damage is now i need to look at my rage this is my scimitar so it's a d6 D6. Okay. Okay, so I'm raging, so. Oh, fuck. That went all over. Oh, six. Uh, six on the die plus the. I don't do rage much. So, uh, six on the die. Damage is another plus four. So, ten plus another two for rage. Twelve points of damage. Uh, no, uh, thirteen because it's a plus one scimitar. Jakan is at negative four. All right, so he falls unconscious. Okay. So he does not get a turn. So back to you, Russell. <sighs> I, was, uh, I was 80 feet away. I moved 30, so I'm 50 feet. Which, make a perception. Okay. It's going to be a 20. All right, so this ship is about halfway down in the water. Oh, crap. Nope, I don't have anything that can stop a boat from sinking that I can think of. <sighs> Has my elemental been doing anything? Well, yes, but it's under the water, so you, you can't really see what it's doing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna dispel the invisibility and run up to the boat then yeah, shout out to Brigard. Get Rick off the boat. Shout out to my man Brigard. You might be able to <laughs> All right, when you when you get up to the water's edge, make me another perception. 
a 19. Okay, so under the water, you could see uh, the merfolk are down there, along with the elemental, uh, pulling people out of these cages on the lowest deck that is now completely submerged. I can't speak merfolk, but I can swim. I'm uh, I'm going to start trying to pull people out. I'm keeping a particular eye out for uh, Lila because I know she I know she's mute, correct? Uh, she's deaf. Deaf. Okay. I'm keeping a particular eye out for Lila. All right. I, I, got, or I guess a drow girl. So Brigard, yep. what are you doing? If, if uh, honestly, at this point, uh, if Brigard goes out of his rage, he falls. So, uh, using the adrenaline rush of this, he is going to uh, scoop Rick up and uh, follow, listen to Russell's thing, and uh, so standard action to lift him up. Then I can move. Uh, yeah, you you can move carrying him uh, with your rage. You shouldn't have any problem making the strength check. I don't think Rick weighs that much. Um, you will just need to do uh, acrobatics to leap back across the shore with it. Yep. Okay, yeah, 6 plus 8, 14. Uh, my dex didn't go up any, so yeah, it's just a 14. Okay, yeah, you can get back across the shore with him. Okay. I probably can't pull a coin out in that process. Um, no, you, okay. you would have to wait till you're yep, your just turn. looming over him, breathing heavily. Jikon, you are unconscious on the sinking ship. Uh, you can roll to try to stabilize. Just a just a single d twenty, no addition. It's a con check. It's uh, it's ten plus however far okay. you're down. Sorry about that, but yeah, d twenty. Seventy eighteen. So he stabilizes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless something affects you in an hour, you have to make another check. Well, it won't take another hour for the uh, boat to be in the water. No. So, yeah, basically, in, unless somebody decides to try and save you, you're okay. probably screwed. Because when you're unconscious and you hit water, you immediately drown. Right. So uh, I don't assume anybody's trying to rescue Jacon. So if I would have cast Create Water over him... Right <laughs> Not quite like that. Te- technically, he still does get checks against it. It's just way like you immediately start hitting the save or die checks gotcha. uh, if you're unconscious. He's between me and Lila. I might kick him into the water on the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Russell, you dive in. To uh, take a look in these cells that are down there, you can make a perception to try to spot her. 16 plus 8, 24. Okay, you do not see anybody fitting her description in the cells. Okay. Um, You do remember that uh, you were told that they thought they used her to find other people to take. So they may very well have been holding her somewhere else. I'll start trying to make my way. I guess I'm in the lower deck. I'll start trying to work my way up. All right. Brigard, what are you going to do? Um, I'm in a rage, so I can't really do spells or anything, but could I? Uh, would I have enough intelligence to be able to pull out a coin and just flip it? And, uh, uh, yeah, and- you could you could you could do that um, if you if you want to make an intelligence check. Oh god. Sure. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> you have that bonus. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, you died. Dang. Yeah. 
Yeah. So intelligence. Okay. It's it's a. It's it, there's no negatives. So it's just a seven. Yeah, you think that might work. Okay. You, you think the coin might fix Rick? Okay, I'm gonna pull the coin out and just throw <laughs> it at him. Because <laughs> I saw that's how they cast spells before. So you know they they their beads and their their weird little coins. So yeah, I'm gonna pull it out of a pout uh, of a little fold in my armor and just throw it at Rick's chest. All right. Um, it doesn't wake him up. Strangely enough, you're not sure why. With that seven intelligence check. Yep. Um, so, are we still in combat? Uh, no, at this point, you are out of combat. Then uh, Brigger's going to go out of rage, uh, but as he goes out of rage, he loses his six temporary hit points, and he's down to negative one, and he falls on top of Rick. <laughs> 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 on top of my coin. <laughs> so, Russell, of course... the coin for him, maybe. Because the uh, telepathy wasn't affecting him anymore because he had died, so you're unaware that this has happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you're making your way through the ship. Uh, you get to a deck that's uh, like just below, like the, the first one below the main deck. Um, and you do find a locked room. Okay. Uh, this deck is only partially submerged, but you're going to have to work quick. Okay. Feeding tools... Shoot the fucking lock. Yeah, you never know who's on the other side. Is it disable? Yeah, disable device. It's a 24 to unlock. Okay, yeah. So you, you can unlock this door. And there there is a, a drow girl on the other side. She looks to be about 13, 14 years old. I'm going to sign uh, spell her name and say it at the same time. Okay. Uh, she, she will nod her head... Um, and she is she's she's just like help me get out yeah is she bound or anything or no uh they just had her locked in this room um and you can see that there is a desk with a bunch of uh like paper and uh quills and stuff where they had her sitting and drawing and whatnot yeah i'll take her by the hand and start leading her off the ship and you know give her a real quick my name is russell do the proper sign name if you if you take her up uh, to the deck, you should be able to acrobatics across it. Okay, so yeah, up and across the deck for an acrobatics check. Yes. And I know on a uh, on an audio media, it might not be too important of a thing, but uh, Russell's signing name, as given to him, is um, actually a one-handed version of the sign for prayer and an R. Okay. Because he got that before he became a gambler. Um, that's acrobatics. That's uh, 13 plus so 20. So yeah, uh, y'all both leap across and uh, you will find Brigard passed out on top of Rick's body. Oh, roll Brigard over. There's a coin on uh, Rick's chest. From where you're standing, you can uh, see that the fire in the uh, inn slash tavern is, is just consuming the whole damn thing. Oh, are there any other familiar faces nearby? Um, I figured some siblings might try to get to the boat. Yeah. Um, you don't see Zav. You see Mal headed your direction, though. And once he gets about to where you're at, he starts casting... And this whole damn ship comes up out of the water. 
It is levitating above the water. Boat's about empty. Can you heal? Uh, no, that's that's not my stick. Get on, get them to the temple would be my best suggestion. Maybe uh, Ava and Amelia can do something for them. All the healers were killed in a fire. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> um, wait. Oh, wait a second. Yes, I've got one more. I got a coin for symbol of healing. Okay. It's not going to do Rick any good. I think it's 2d8 plus spell level. Burgard gets... Yeah, when Rick died and stopped being a dragon, he extra died. Because he lost Khan from changing back. <laughs> Burgard gets uh, 14 hit points. Russell gets 12. So uh, once again, uh, Burgard draws breath. Uh, a little less dramatic uh, than the last three times, but uh, he draws breath again. How many rounds has Rick been dead for? At this point, probably four or five. Yeah. Message. I think mechanically before we broke from combat, it was three. Three. Okay. And so it's it's got to be at least four or five, maybe more now. Do I know any powerful divine casters in the town? The sisters are really the only ones that you know. That's fine. Are divine. Um, I don't know that you would call them extremely powerful, but you really hadn't investigated what kind of magic everybody else has. Okay. I can do message. I got enough hit points for message now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to cast a message spell towards uh, um, one of the sisters and just, I we need... Rick is dead. Powerful healer now. All right. So while you're waiting, you would see that there are some people getting to shore that the uh, merfolk had helped pull out of the cells. Any of the crew people? I could do some temporary hit points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, most of them had fled the boat beforehand. Okay. Um, Mal is sitting there pretty much having to concentrate on keeping this thing above water while uh, a few other of the locals from around the from the farms down in that area are, are working to, to get the rest of the people out of their cells. I have a... I'm, I'm looking at the spell Virtue. Uh, with a touch, you infuse a creature with a tiny surge of life, granting the subject one temporary hit point is Rick uh, too gone from that as well. Oh yeah, that doesn't work on a dead person. Okay, I saw yeah, I saw a straight up cleric, so I thought maybe that would like little wiggle room. I'm not sure if y'all would know or not, but um, if it helps in any way, my adamantine short sword has haste uh, stored in it. I would not know that. What's haste? Is that gonna give me speed? Speed. But I can grab Rick. <laughs> I've got a coin of haste. Um, and I can start running towards the town to see if we can meet a healer halfway. Okay. Because I can't get high enough hit points for another Revify before it's too late. Jagan, I don't think anybody's going to try to rescue you, bud. Uh, <laughs> so when the ship goes back in the water, you're going down with it. R.I.P. But it is it, it is 10 o'clock. We're going to end with... Uh, Russell headed back towards town with Rick in his arms. Mal holding this boat afloat so the farmers can help free these people. 
Brigard, hopefully not falling unconscious again. Uh, no, he's gonna while he sees uh, Russell. Well, he sees Russell take Rick. He's gonna go to the the bar and uh, create water. Uh, well, we will cover that. <laughs> we will cover that <laughs> next session. Okay. Brian, thank you for coming in and really putting the effort in there and, and killing everybody. It was my pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Destress Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Alamancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life, I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. You go into a mining settlement called Fillmore's Crossing. It's about 30 miles outside of the control zone. Do y'all know what the control zone is? Of course we do. Oh, of course Naturally. I know what really. the control zone is. I mean, control, like, of course we know what the control yeah, zone is. You guys, you guys probably the, like the zone. I fucking hate both of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Some weird stuff's been going on in Fillmore's Crossing. We just got word that three days ago, Elma's wife, she tore the three kids limb from limb and doesn't remember doing it at all. Sounds like it's like the, the Wild West out there. <laughs> LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5E podcast. Our current adventure is set in the Wild West and features magic, orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and CastBox. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and even hang out with us in our Discord server, LCP D&D. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is Last Call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time. 